Hello there, Glenn Lowry here of The Glenn Show. I am recording an audio note that I will occasionally be doing this kind of thing. And I want to record for posterity an exchange I had in the comment section at the newsletter at Substack with a reader and a viewer who had some interesting things to say. The backdrop of this is John McWhorter and I, in our bi-weekly conversation, have taken up the theme of systemic racism. The way we pose the question is, imagine someone in my class who's objecting to the way I'm teaching about racial inequality. We called her Simone, and who insists that we haven't given systemic racism a fair chance. And we ask ourselves, John and I do, what would we say to Simone? And so in my last conversation with John posted at the website, we took up that question. Adam, a viewer, wrote as follows. As fun as it is to listen to Professors Lowry and McWhorter riff on the factual failings of the historical empirical arguments put forward by the elect, the title of John's book, it seems they're missing some of Simone's strongest potential counterarguments. When Professor Lowry says no one is coming to save us, a savvy and somewhat heartless Simone could have replied with, that's simply not true, at least for a certain value of us. Look how the pose of black helplessness and prostration, whether warranted by the historical facts or not, has conquered the commanding heights of American culture and policy. Look at the set-asides in every elite institution from education to corporate America to politics that we've won for ourselves, including preference and overrepresentation in securing governmental posts. Look at the moral dominance of our narrative that it exerts over CEOs and presidents. Look at how elite media bends over backwards to accept our version of even the most implausible narratives. Jesse Smollett, Karen in the Ramble, mostly peaceful protests, etc., and even invest new justifications for our narratives. Look at the extensive and lucrative diversity training industry we have created for ourselves out of nothing that's now extracting significant rents from just about every major institution. Look at our overrepresentation in culture and entertainment. What does it matter if we lack some intangible dignity right now? The suburbs of Atlanta and Houston and a dozen other cities are filling up with a new black middle class as you're so intent on proving with your statistics attacking the racial wealth gap. This moral pose, this bluff and bludgeon that you deride, has wealthy, progressive white America bending over backwards to elevate black identifying people, all because they want to get one over on conservative rubes and cleanse themselves of the spiritual taint of racism. And you want us to throw all of that away? No. That would be wasting one of, if not the single most, effective tool for elevating the material circumstances and intangible social status of people like me that has been devised in the history of this country. That was Adam. He took a while to say it, but he said it well, and he wonders what Professor Lowry and McWhorter would have to say to that. And here's what I will have to say. Well put, Adam. You deserve a response. I guess I'd tell Simone one or another version of that old lyric, mama may have, papa may have, but God bless the child that's got its own. 
I tell her, the white man giveth and the white man taketh away. I'd say that her recitation of wins for victim-mongering has given her a false sense of power and security. I tell her to attend carefully to the shifting political winds with backlash against her wokeness being everywhere in the air, with critical race theory under fire, with Black Lives Matter on the wane, with the Supreme Court poised to roll back affirmative action, with the backlash of Trumpism alive in much of the country, notwithstanding Trump's defeat in 2020. I'd urge her to attend to the fundamentals with the black family in disarray, with homicide through the roof in much of black America, with yawning academic achievement gaps and so forth. I suggest that many of her white allies, including the Democratic Party and corporate America, are fair weather friends at best. Finally, I'd say look at the Asians, or better yet, at the Jews. I'd say that the lesson of history for marginalized groups is that having command over wealth created by your own hands, intellectual mastery over the substantive foundations of the modern world, and a social structure which ensures these assets can be recreated by your own people in future generations, this is the only kind of equality worth having. I'd warn Simone that to strive to be patronized and pitied is to surrender one's dignity and to betray one's heroic ancestors whose struggles against far worse odds than we now face made it possible for us to achieve all that this great country has to offer. That's how I would respond to Simone. Were she to have put Adam's question to me? End of post. Mm -hmm.